Alrighty, Johnny Gill here, live from Champions Location with my co-host, Sean Ellis. Sean, say what's up to the people. Uh, how you doing? I want to give you a late happy holidays. Have we had a week off? Yes. Good to have see everybody back. Yes, and hopefully everyone's back on the treadmill cutting all that turkey and ham and all that good stuff out of your system. Um, so let's jump right into it. Week 5 recap. Uh, it's been a while since we've talked, y'all. Uh, it was a lot of interesting games that went on before we went on to the break. Uh, for starters, we're going to start with uh, the opening game. We had Alliance versus the Bullets. Now, coming into the game, uh, was this the night that I went over again, or did I pick? I can't remember who I picked. Oh, we didn't pick that. We, we didn't pick. Me, we yeah. didn't pick. Thank goodness I didn't pick because I was probably going to pick the Bullets. So, um, <laughs> Alliance, uh, they handled the Bullets. The the score does not tell the tale at all. Uh, the first half, it was a laugher, uh, 54 to 33 at halftime. Uh, the Bullets kind of made it interesting toward the end. I think they cut it to as uh, few as eight points. But all in all, Alliance took care of business. They dominated without their emotional leader, uh, Kobe, a.k.a. Howard, uh, leading the charge on the defensive and emotional end. Just the guy who, the glue guy who keeps them uh, intact. Howard, they want to know without you. Um, I don't know what that means. I mean, you were gone. I don't know what that means. I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to break you guys up or anything. I'm not that type of guy. But they did look impressive. Uh, what were your thoughts on the game? I mean, they looked dominant against everybody except for one team. That's true. Uh, Forgot about that. So, <laughs> I mean, for whatever reason, I thought the Bulls had been playing well. I thought they were the hottest team uh, out there at the time. And, they just came in, smacked the bullets up like they usually do. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I thought the Bulls were the highest team. I thought they were beginning to gel. They were starting to look really good. And, I mean, they came in. I kind of called the uh, alliance out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think T. Beatty took it the most personal. He came yes. out there. And he was hooping. Took the challenge <laughs> with uh, Garden, Dante, for the majority of the night. And, uh, you know, I don't think anybody shuts down Dante, but I mean that was a good defensive effort I've seen on him. You know, he's a defensive MVP candidate. Absolutely, and he proved himself mm-hmm. uh, that night because I mean he did a great job uh, with the rebounding defensively, uh, just staying in front of Dante and you know making life hard on him. Like, Sent a couple shots back too. Yeah, you know uh, Dante wasn't as efficient. He was still fairly efficient, <laughs> but he wasn't. You know. Uh, he didn't put up 20 shots and make 18 goals. <laughs> there you go. You know, he... he 60%, he, modest 60%. He, modest 60% for Urban Dante. So, I mean, like you said, the guy went in there. He took it personal. Uh, he didn't like some things we said. He even sent a text to me mm-hmm. uh, the night before, let me know, like, hey, I'm going to show you. And, mm-hmm. hey, he went out there and played his tail off. Hey, and Dante, uh, two for two from three, four for four from the free throw line. So, anything outside the paint uh, was going in, for sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I was I was I'm not gonna lie to you, I was kind of shocked. I thought uh, I thought the bullets would come out a lot stronger with a lot more confidence. Uh, they looked like the 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 team on the rise. I thought uh, Lake Houston definitely had a a, a worthy uh, challenger uh, upcoming, and we'll talk about Lake Houston uh, coming up. But yeah, Alliance they definitely look good. Everyone fit their role. Uh, squeezed. Definitely came in and gave some yeah. really quality minutes yeah. when he came in. He was he was very active. He even hit a three. Yeah. Stepped back and hit a three on him. So, I mean, if Elias is going to play like this and Duke much more efficient, uh, nine for 15, that's the Duke I know, uh, two for three 
uh, from the three-point line, nine rebounds, four assists, 20 points, a high PPR. Yeah. That's the Duke that I'm accustomed to. Just overall, the team gelling, uh, 68% from the field, yeah. 63%, although it wasn't volume shooting, but they when they did shoot them, they yeah. did hit them. Yeah. Uh, 63% from three and 78%, nothing to sneeze at uh, from the free throw line. Just overall – uh, a good quality win for them. Didn't put up uh, gaudy numbers in the second half, yeah. but in the first half, uh, they definitely did their thing. Are we, should we worry about the Bullets right now, or are they okay? It was just just one of them nights. Um, I'm starting to think they may have the thing that aligns has with uh, Lake Houston this season, mm-hmm. where you know the monster. I mean the monsters. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bullets. The Bullets. I mean the Lions. Do got their number. The Lions just may have their number, and they. Haven't quite figured out that maze yet, you know, that tail that they just haven't figured them out yet. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be mat- matchups, you know, because they have quality guards who could, you know, break, break people off the drill. Long people, guards. You know, and so it's, it's some things that I think they may not match up with as well. Um, and then, you know, how are you using plays to post for them? But, I mean, uh, bullets have size, you know, but they don't necessarily use that size to their advantage all the time. So Bryce likes to step out to the three-point line. I don't yeah. know why, but he does. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, like I said, they 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 had, you know, some opportunities against them. They look good against other teams, but they've struggled against Alliance. Couple uh, of couple of negative PPRs out there, yeah, too. Yeah, you know. Mm. I'm not going to call anybody out, but... Yeah, I mean, you know, it's there. Yeah, it's there. <laughs> they, they can see it. Uh, but, yeah, I think, you know, the Alliance has that number. I, but I do expect, you know, especially with us having a few weeks off now, I expect um, for them, the Bullets, that is, to come out strong this weekend, have a great performance. Uh, I think they have a bad taste in their mouth, and they had to sit on that. For a while, it's been mm-hmm. almost two weeks now. Mm-hmm. They had to sit on that loss, mm-hmm. so I think they'll be ready to play uh, tomorrow. I agree. Let's move on to the next game, uh, Lake Houston Live. Huh, am I reading this right? Lake Houston Live beat the Monsters by two points. Yeah, yeah. Mm. The, that Monsters group, you know, I've been asking for it. I've been called for it for a long time. They've had a couple close ones now mm-hmm. where they're getting a lot better. They're getting a lot closer. They're starting to reach their peak. They added a player or two that may have actually helped too as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm, 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 I'm still waiting on it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they have a matchup this week. Um, again, that, like I said, you know, it's a chance. I think these are two teams. These are two te- losing teams from mm-hmm. uh, the week before. Mm-hmm. They'll be kind of coming in uh, this week. And one of them's coming in on a fairly high note with mm-hmm. loss. Mm-hmm. Other one's probably coming in on a more sour note, but I think they'll be motivated because they're coming in on a sour note. Mm-hmm. So I think it's going to be a clash that can create some fireworks, most definitely. Uh, you know, let's talk about this game now. <laughs> I, thought the, I thought that we played – pretty good especially in the second half um i thought we had some chances um now late in the game um you know boxing out i mean i was i had a good view from the bench and i I was screaming for us to box out i'm not sure why we uh we weren't boxing out we were losing sight of who we were guarding uh just a lot of uh fundamental mistakes that will get you beat Beat. and with with the lake houston live with their size yeah it's unexcusable for you not to block out, for you not to uh, to not to be in position, not to know who you're supposed to be guarding. Those type of things cannot happen. Now, me myself, when I was in the game, 
I was boxing out Shelby. I was boxing out their bigs and keeping them off the glass, saving possessions uh, for us to go back down and, and get transition buckets. So if me playing point guard at, at a shade barely at six foot, there's no excuse for my bigs to not box out. It doesn't make sense. Like, that cannot happen. If I Listen, I'm going to tell you all something. I know I just got to this team. But listen, I'm going to be pulling some of y'all out the game if that's going to continue. <laughs> I'm going to turn into Coach Gill in a second if we can't, if we can't get it together because that, that right there lost us the game. Just not boxing out. That's crazy. Like, we could have won the game. We were up. Yeah. Like, we had the momentum. We had them shook. Yeah. So, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think between, like I said, you guys, I think you played as good as game offensively as you probably could have played. But it's always against them. Against, against them. them. Yeah. Against them. And I think it's just always like one little small ingredient that you guys are always mm-hmm. missing. Whether it's adding a little salt, a little pepper to it, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we got the full course meal there, but it's just something. You're just always missing a little something. And in this game in particular, it was some rebounding, which is uh, when you got guys like uh, Keith. Yeah. He usually does pretty well with the rebounding. You know, he does really well with those loose balls and intangible yeah. things. Uh, but, you know, you guys just couldn't get a hold of them. And it was crazy. We actually out-rebounded them. It was the crucial. Exactly. The, the timing. The timing. The timing. We should have out-rebounded them by more had we did our job. Yeah, the timing of the rebounds would kind of killed you guys. They out-rebounded us on the offensive end. They had 12 offensive rebounds to our nine. So, I mean, I don't know I don't know what to say about that. That's It's very disappointing. And for Squeak to play his butt off, man, yeah. Squeak was killing. Yeah. He had us in the – and he was diamond. Yeah. And he was done. He did everything we needed him to do. I mean, Squeak, you can't ask him to play the whole game and drop 40 anymore. He's not doing that anymore. But for what he did, 25 and 11, and, you know, we gave him a little break too. Man, that's all we need from Squeak. Now, uh, now X, he definitely did not have his usual X game. He was 7 for 20, 3 for 14. But I don't feel like he shot us out the game. Yeah, I don't. It was it was just you know in spurts he was missing. It wasn't like consecutive back to back to miss miss miss. It wasn't like that. I thought I thought X played well enough, but had X gone, I don't know. If he's gonna take fourteen, he needs to make six. Yeah. If he makes six for fourteen, we win the game. Yeah. It was. I mean, I think it was kind of a thing uh, when I talked about Larry the first time uh, for the Bullets. Mm-hmm. Same thing with X. Uh, I, you know, he's probably one three point away, obviously from. And it was a couple of them that kind of went in and out. Oof. A couple of them that he missed that were kind of bad. Yeah. I think it was a nice combination of them all. And I think you you guys finally got the game for Squeak that you probably needed. Yes, that was it. Time, Showed up on time and, and, and went off. Man, I don't know, man. They, hey, we're going to be tough to be if he going to play like that. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. I mean, you guys you guys have talent. It's just kind of putting it all together. Y'all always missing that, that little something. And yeah. And like I said, it was those intangible things. And I think the timing of some of those uh, rebounds that you guys didn't get, mm-hmm. loose balls, uh, I don't want to call you guys. It's just a thing. Maybe you guys don't have that clutch gene to finish games. Maybe you're right. You know, and, Maybe you're right. And that's maybe the thing. Isn't It's just not about making a shot. Yeah. It's about making a play. Making a play. Being in the right place. Yeah, you know, just making a clutch play. Mm. Even if it's taking a charge, which I don't think anybody's going to do it. No. no. <laughs> no. But, you know, when it's like taking a charge – Diving for that loose ball. The 50-50 ball. You know, Come you know, on, man. Make, making a free throw down the stretch. You know, a bad turnover. I mean, it was a game where you guys had a bad turnover right mm-hmm. there down the stretch. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's just one of those situations where y'all maybe one play 
away from probably not only not having one win, but probably having two or three wins. Yeah. So you guys are there. You're getting closer. I've been asking for a win now for a very long time yeah. from you guys. We're not going over. Yeah. I promise you, not on my watch. And you're getting there. You're almost there. You know, hopefully y'all can just kind of pin and close the show this week. We'll see. All right, let's move on uh, to our next segment. All right, now on to our power rankings. Uh, it's been a theme going on here with uh, the Bullets and Alliance. Just flip-flop, flip-flop. Them two right there uh, fighting for that second seed, uh, of course. Uh, I, you know, let me just get to it. Okay, so I'm going to start from the bottom. Um, <laughs> I mean, clearly it's, it's, it's the Monstars. We're 0-5. I'll say we're an 0-5, but we're not a bad 0-5. We're still, I think we're trending in the right direction uh, at, the, at the last seed. The Monstars are coming. I'm telling y'all, don't sleep on us. Matter of fact, sleep on us. I want you to. Um, at the number three spot, I'm going to go with um, the Bullets. I'm going to go with the Bullets. Uh, the Bullets did lose to Alliance uh, for the second time. They moved it uh, two and three, and Alliance has moved to three and two. So there's no surprise there. Uh, the Bullets, I don't think it's going to stay like that yeah. because they're a good team and they've been proven to be a good team. Um, just ugly loss. Though. Just yeah, this that was a strange loss. Yeah, I, you know if they're going to lose, I don't expect it to be like that. Yeah, especially after they've been playing so well. Yeah, before. they look like a, a solid a solid group right now. Absolutely. And uh, okay, second I'm gonna go with Alliance. Alliance, uh, the three and two, the team that they're staring at at the top has beaten them. Those two times, and they haven't been close. Uh, Alliance, you guys are on thin ice with me in these power rankings. You know a bad loss will drop y'all right back to where y'all were last time. And it could happen this week because guess who they got to play again? Oh, my goodness. You know, so, I mean, Alliance, what's up, man? This you Look, you get one more shot at them before <laughs> the playoffs. What you going to do? Can we make it competitive? Yeah. <laughs> at least. My goodness. Okay, and number one, I'm going to go with Lake Houston, of course. Uh, Lake Houston 5-0. and uh, they're on thin ice too because they looked they didn't look that impressive against my team, but yeah. you know that's neither here nor there. But they are five and zero. Oh. Uh, they're they're still unblemished. I won't say they're not. They haven't been tested because it's two games now, yeah. and teams are starting to figure them out. Mm-hmm. So I, you know they're becoming one of those teams that are clutch because they have they finished games. Uh, that last game came down to a three quarters court heave yeah. uh, from X. By the way, uh, squeak. I think you should have gave me the ball on that one. I told you I can make that shot from back there. I'm not joking. I practice shots like that. I think I had the best chance of making it, even if I would have missed it. I guarantee you it would have been as bad as uh, X's shot. I mean, X's shot was online, but it was off. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was pretty off, but whatever. So, uh, do you agree? Do you have any, any changes in yours? Uh, no, it sounds pretty clear. I think uh, I, I will say this, though. Um, the bottom team extremely competitive mm-hmm. they're they're almost there and the top team has also been extremely competitive in mm-hmm. the sense of they're not just kicking butt right now yeah they're, people are kind of dancing and tiptoeing a little closer to them besides the they're vulnerable team. yes they do seem a little bit more vulnerable than they did three or four weeks ago mm-hmm. so people are maybe maybe the league is starting to kind of close in on mm-hmm. and i will say this about the alliance they're number two they win the games they have to win and at the end of the day you know the heart of a champion. They are the current champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, and maybe they're hanging on to that. They have a, the, the pedigree. Mm-hmm. 
we'll see what happens. I mean, Lake Houston has pedigree as well, too. But I can say in the summertime, a lot of these close games that they're winning now, they were not winning those games in the summertime. Yeah. So to see them kind of transition to the top dog and winning these close games says a lot about them what they what they're doing right now. I have to agree. Um, we'll see. It's like you said, it's getting it's getting interesting. Uh, the bottom team is starting not to look like the bottom That's team right. anymore, and the top team is starting to teeter a little bit. I don't know. They're, they look susceptible to uh, to losing a game, possibly yeah. getting upset yeah. uh, in the playoffs. I don't know about who. I mean, they matched up with us, but anyway, uh, right now currently they matched up with us, but we'll see. Right. Okay, let's move on to the next segment. All righty, uh, let's move on. We are at our top performance of the week, and that goes to none other than my teammate, Squeak, Cardell, Squeaky Johnson. 25 points, 11 assists, 5 rebounds, couple steals, got a block, um, shot 69% from threes. I'm sorry, from the field, uh, two for six from three. He actually probably could have shot better than that. I thought he should have got a little more touches on the stretch, but that's just me. Uh, 32.4 PPR, league-leading PPR. Well-deserved uh, top performance of the week. Um, it's not too often that the top performer uh, comes from, a, from the losing team. Yeah. So I thought uh, his performance was so good and so loud, uh, and his peers obviously agree with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh... He definitely had the most votes and got my vote. He, uh, he controlled the game. He did. Uh, I think when you control a game like that against a team like that, mm-hmm. he kind of dictated tempo a lot in a lot of cases and realistically had your opposition to win the game. Yes. Like I said, if it wasn't for a few little uh, loose balls that you guys probably could have picked up and got <laughs> and maybe a shot or two you probably could have made. But uh, I think his just general control of the game and he looked like a, a Wally O'Vet out there. He did. Just, just you know – and like I said, it was a week that had some pretty decent performances when you look at what Sweat did. Mm-hmm. Uh, T. Bailey was amazing. He had yep. 21 points, and I think he had three steals and two blocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, Larry didn't have a bad game. Larry had, I think Larry shot 75% from the field, if I'm mm-hmm. not mistaken. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, it was some pretty good performances, but I think uh, – Dante, of course, flirted with a triple-double. Yeah, but <laughs> what he does. The sad part about him, he wasn't even on the – List of top performances, and he's putting up those kind of numbers. So, yeah. uh, I, I mean, I guess it just has become the, the norm, mm-hmm. which is kind of sad. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, but but Squeak definitely uh, took care of business. And I think when you're playing the top team, you had your team uh, with a position of winning the game, and maybe you should have won the game. Mm-hmm. I think it says a lot about what you went out there and did. I definitely agree. Uh, hopefully, we can get another game like that from him this week. <laughs> I mean, squeak. I mean, hey, why stop now? Okay, let's move on to our next segment. All righty, time for the predictions. We took a week off last week. Uh, I am currently under 500, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think I'm 3-5 and five on the season. It's a little rough. Oh, jeez. Okay, let's, here goes nothing. Okay, so Monstars, y'all already know who I'm going to pick. I'm not going to tell you just yet why. Uh, let me look at Alliance of Lake Houston Live. <laughs> okay, so this team has beat them by 21 points the first game. Yeah. And then by 24 points the next game. Yeah. So uh, if we're going by math patterns, that means they will lose by 27 <laughs> this next game. But I'm not going to say that. I don't think they lose by 27. I don't think Duke 
will allow that. Um, I will say this. Um, I know Howard will be in the building. Yeah. Howard, for some reason, this team really, really, really gets under their skin. Under his skin. Yeah. And it just annoys him, and he just goes ballistic. He, he's yelling at the tables, yelling at the teammates, yelling at the refs. It's just something. It's always something. Howard, if you're listening to the podcast, I know, you, I know you're going to be listening. Excuse me. I, you always listen to the podcast. Howard, I need you to take ownership this week. Yeah. Because y'all are going to lose again. <laughs> this time, it will be more competitive. Y'all think y'all lose by nine points. Uh, I'm going to say Lake Houston wins 87 to 78. Mm. And it's going to be more competitive. I think uh, at halftime, I think y'all are going to be down by maybe six, which y'all are going to lose the game by nine points. I'm going to go. I'm probably going to, I might be shooting myself in the foot with this one. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go with the, it's the battle of the two, the last two champions. Uh, here at Champions. I'm going to go with Alliance. Is Mackie coming? This rumor. Is Mackie coming? Because if Mackie's coming, I'm changing my pick. <laughs> there's rumor. But I'm going to say no for now. But there's rumor. <laughs> there's rumor that he may be floating out there. But I, 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 oh, I, I, boy. I, I, I'm going to say no as of right now. But with that being said. And Mackie shows up. They, the Blake Hughes might get blown out. Right. But he's that big of a difference. But, you know, whatever. I would give them an 82 to 80. Oh, nail bottom. Uh, victory over Lake Houston, giving Lake Houston's first loss of the year. Will Lake Houston be up one and then they hit a three? Or will the game be tied and they hit a bucket? I'm going to say it's going to be a two point lead. Mm-hmm. Lake Houston with the ball. And Alliance being so determined to finally beat this team. They stopped. Getting a defensive stop. Okay. I see it working out that way. Okay. Uh, I think it's time. I, I'm just saying, I think they beat them so bad to where I, I feel like, you know, I think Lake Houston's going to this like it's another game. Mm. Yeah, they, they've been chilling. They've been coasting. I think they've been going to go like, hey, we've been beating up on everybody. We're going to show We're going to beat them. Go on by business and, you know, have a happy life. Mm-hmm. And I think this game means more to the Alliance. Than it does to Lake Houston, so I I expect them to kind of come out, uh, no, bulls, seeing red, guns are blazing, mm-hmm. ready to go, in in glory, and like I say, you know, hopefully, I, and I may be wrong, no, but I do see this is the late game, probably the marquee game of the week this mm-hmm. this week, we'll see what happens, but I'm gonna go with, I just can't see them beating them. Three times, <laughs> it's hard to win twenty plus times. points. It's hard to win. It's, it's hard. It's hard to beat anybody multiple times like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm definitely I'm gonna, I'm gonna give them a two point win, and which is still possibly a good playoff test for both of them going forward with a few weeks left there in the league. So yeah, I'm definitely taking Lions by two. Like I said, I, I may be shooting myself in the foot with that one because. I have no reason to believe that they can beat them after getting beat up the first two times. So, we shall see. We shall see. But I may be going on faith here and, and saying that I just feel like Alliance wants this game a little bit more than Lake Houston does. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, 
I don't agree, but I mean, <laughs> I've seen enough <laughs> to know that that's not going to happen. But um, okay, so right. so the bullets and the monsters. Yeah. Now we've been discussing this. Uh, the monsters do not match up well with the bullets. No. I don't know what it is. I haven't. I can't quite put my finger on it. I think maybe uh, defensively. We just have some holes there, uh, voids that we cannot fill. We've had stretches. Uh, like I said, even in that game where Dante uh, got stopped, I think, three times in a row, and then we went on a run. Uh, he shot eight for nine that game. I mean, he only missed one shot, literally. And, I, and it, I mean, we did not stop him. I think he had 17, though. Yeah. I think he had 17. So, on I mean, nine shots. On nine, on nine shots. So, Dante is so unselfish that he will find other guys. It's, we don't have to – he doesn't have to have 30, 40 points for them to win. Right. So that in, that in lies a problem. I believe the Monstars will win this game. Mm. Somebody other than Dante is going to have to beat us this time. Mm. That I know that's what happened last time. Right. But they're going to have to do that again. Yeah. I want to see it again. I believe we win that game 90 85. I think we get the win. It's a lot of points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to have to stick to my guns. I when I, I keep saying that I'm not going to pick the Monstars anymore because they've let me down so many times. So mm-hmm. I've stuck to that for four weeks. Mm-hmm. And, well, I stuck for it for three weeks. So for <laughs> a fourth straight week, mm-hmm. I will have to just go with, I'm going to have to, I, I, look, I, I'm not cheering for anybody yeah. in the league. It's your, your, your gut pick. But I, I, I want to see the Monsters win a game. Mm-hmm. But I'm still going to pick the Bullets. Uh, <laughs> hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. We, we've yet to prove you wrong. Yeah, and I, I'm also say that, you know, we have a league MVP coming off a very bad loss. Well, That's I'm, true. I'm not, let me not call him league MVP, but... Potential candidate. For a candidate, potential league MVP coming off a really bad loss. Left a bad taste in their mouth. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, they feel this type of way about it. And I think it's hard to see them dropping two in a row. Yeah. And, and you know, if they drop this one, they may be at the bottom of the stack. Yeah. You know, if, if they lose this one. Power rankings are not a season ranking. It's trending. It's, it's wherever you're trending. Right. So, but yeah, they might be at the bottom. They could definitely have gone to being the hottest team in the league two weeks ago to being at the very bottom. Mm-hmm. Depending on what happens tomorrow, mm-hmm. so I think that is enough motivation for them to want to come out there and take a, a dub tomorrow. And plus, I'm not picking the Monsters Stars anymore. So yeah, I mean, I would. <laughs> I'm gonna definitely go with the Bullets, but I, I hey, I'm, I'm expecting a performance out of Squeak, you, mm-hmm. uh, my guy, guy Cliff, Mister PPR. <laughs> you know, uh, I'm expecting you guys. To Kai's gonna up. have to keep scoring too. He's been yeah. doing good on offense. The big fella Kai. About that, he's gonna have to keep scoring. I think he has a, a much more of a role on the current team he's on than he did in the summertime. Mm-hmm. And he showed up, uh, he's been quiet a few games, but he's definitely showed up the last few weeks. So, mm-hmm. Kai, another guy, you know, needs some big buckets from him, you know, and, and throw his body around a little bit, draw some fouls, yeah, I mean, all that's important against this team. So, we shall see. What's um, the over and under of uh, of X getting tech this week? He's gotten two in a row. Two weeks in a row, he's got to take. I talked to X, and I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to take the under on this one. I don't think he's going to get one this week. He says he's going to 
play within itself, be a, a calm guy, cool, collective guy like he usually is, and, and get back to not uh, displaying that level of emotion mm. while playing. So I'm giving him the under. Okay. Hopefully. X, man. Come on. No more text, man. <laughs> we actually probably could have won that game yeah. when I did. But <laughs> considering that you lost by two points, right, right. No, that, that probably didn't help. Did they shoot two free throws? They probably. We played mid rolls. They played. They shot one. I shot one. Okay. They shot one. All right. Well, still. 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 <laughs> could have threw it down the court. Maybe got a close I mean, hey, you know, if, if the game, you just never know that one point completely changed the outcome because – they may not have a two point lead in the game if that one point is not scored then. You're right. Just and, never know. And 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 uh and Anthony missed that free throw. That put him that that might have the game might have been tied. Tied. went to overtime. Exactly. So, you know, it's just situational. Every point counts, every possession counts. You know, you just gotta remember that. We look at the final score sometimes and just go with the final score, but things happen throughout the game and it changes it. So yeah. Situational basketball. Okay. Uh those are interesting picks, but uh, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Let's move on to the next topic. All righty. Uh, okay, so here's our question uh, for this week. Is Lake Houston bored or are the Monstars just simply getting better? This is highlighting the game 84 to 86. I actually predicted coming in that the Monstars, I mean, I'm sorry, that Lake Houston Live would sleep on the Monstars and we would shock them and actually beat them by two, but it was actually reversed and uh, we lost the game by two. So do you think this attributes to uh, Lake Houston Live being bored or are the Monstars getting better? I think it's probably, uh, I wouldn't necessarily call it bored with them, but I'm going to say they're probably a little overconfident Mm. more so than anything else. But I do attribute more. I'm going to say that's 30% of it. The other 70 the real 70% of it is I just think the monsters are getting better. Mm-hmm. They look a lot better. They look a lot more confident. They look a lot more fluid out there. Uh, I see guys actually setting screens for each other, rolling to the hard to the bass. The communications have been better. And, I mean, you guys' main mm-hmm. thing is you just don't play defense for four quarters. Y'all play defense in spurts. So, yeah. uh, I think – Think about it, think funny about it. I think you guys, when you play defense, it actually looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's not a thing about being incapable of doing it. Mm-hmm. I think it's just, uh, you know, you guys do it in spurts. You know, I think maybe an attitude thing. Our defense is by attitude a lot of times, and not sound too much like a coach, but. <laughs> <laughs> can't help it sometimes. Yeah, it can't help it sometimes, <laughs> man. Sorry. But yeah, I mean, I think it's you guys just don't play defense for four quarters. Uh, but I think you guys look a lot better. I think that it was more attributed to that than it is them being uh, bored or like I more so think they're just a little overconfident at times. And they, in so many words, have said it. Like, look, they said, we're the Golden State Warriors of this. Mm-hmm. Nobody's beating us. Yeah. We're doing this to you. We're doing that to you. And then they go out there and do it. Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, so they have a reason to feel and be confident. Mm-hmm. But with that being said, I also think that, uh, you know, People have been creeping up on them because I think teams are playing better. Just yeah. is what it is. Okay, so I'm going to disagree with you, but just ever so slightly. Mm-hmm. Do I think the Monstars have gotten better? Yes, I do. But collectively as a unit, that's the only way I see us. When we're talking about we're speaking collectively as a unit, mm-hmm. yes, they've gotten better. Situations in the game, yeah. clutch situations in the game. 
fundamentals, 50-50, those type of things, no. Yeah. We have not gotten better in those things. And those are the, those are the difference between winning and losing the game. So I, uh, I don't believe uh, – I believe as a unit we've gotten better, but in the necessary aspects of the game, no. Yeah. No. So I'm going to say Lake Houston Live has gotten bored. I'm going to say they've gotten bored, and I think they want to be tested. And to whose fault would this be? Uh, I was blaming Lions. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say it. I'm going to blame Lions because, I mean, what the heck, man? That y'all are responsible for two of their blowout wins. I mean, I know the Monsters were two. Opening night looked pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, 101-75. to That's a way, way, you know, that the season just started. Who, who knows what everyone was doing before the right. season started. Right. So I don't even count week one. But uh, week two, you got your feet wet. They hung 21. So they're going back-to-back, blowout, blowout. Now they really, really feeling themselves. Bullets bring them back to earth. Yeah. You know, they lose by – I mean, they win by three. Then – Monstars, I'm sorry, uh, Alliance gives them that confidence again. Now they're yeah. back thinking, oh, yeah, we are the Golden State Warriors. And then, then the Monstars bring them back to earth. Yeah. So there's a theme going here. If you look <laughs> at it, not counting week one, right? Right. Scratch week one out the list. Lake Houston Live, blowout. Bullets, keep it close. I'm sorry, uh, Alliance, blowout. Bullets, keep it close. Yeah. Alliance. Blowout. Yeah. Monstars, keep it close. Yeah. Now we got Alliance again. Will there be another blowout? I particularly think there will not be. You say the same. I still think that uh, Lake Houston Live will win handily, but not in blowout fashion. Now, if they go out there yeah. and blow them out again, I mean, what is there to say? Oh, we could say that, you know, the Bullets. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the Bullets and the Monstars will bring them back to Earth before the playoffs. We can believe that because, I mean, it says it right here if you look at the box scores. But Alliance cannot go out there and get blown out like that by them again. But right now, um, them coming off a win and them facing a team that they've already handled yeah. two times, yeah. I think that's going to actually keep that trend going of them being bored. Yeah. So maybe they might want the game to be competitive. I don't know. I, I, well, I'm going to put it like this. With them playing the Alliance again this week, the Lions want this really bad. They say they do. Well, they say they do. <laughs> they say they do until they get smacked in the mouth, and then we'll see how much they really want it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I would just think that that motivation is there. Mm-hmm. We're calling them out, calling them out now. Uh, I, I like it, though. I mean, I, that's how I want them to feel. You know, and they need to feel like that. As a defending champ, you can't be going around here getting smacked around like that. By the same team. By the same team, <laughs> you know. I mean, you got to smack other people around, but, again, the, the team that's your biggest threat mm-hmm. is – Look, they're not just beating you. They're Oof. embarrassing you. Yes. You know, they're embarrassing you. So, I think definitely they'll be up for this one. And I don't see them. I, I said they'll win, but there's no guarantee they'll win tomorrow. And at the end of the day, they should be the underdog. They should have no reason won. to believe they'll win. You know, so, <laughs> again, besides the fact that I think they have pride. Yeah. And I'm going with their, their pride for a win, which isn't smart as a coach to think like that. But mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going with their pride, and their pride will, will take them over. But getting back to the original part about them being bored or not, uh, I mean, their confidence is, at a, is sky high. Even with the two-point loss, I mean, the two-point, three-point wins, I think they're still thinking like, well, I mean, we could turn it on when we won. We had a bad game. Yeah. We and we still game. won. Yeah, we still won. We just turned it on. We want to turn yeah. it on. So, again – they're confident, and like you said, it, 
partially the, it goes to the other teams, but it definitely goes to the Lions as a defending champion. You're getting smacked around by this team worse than anybody. Yeah. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Kind of makes you think, like, what you know, these teams, like Alliance and I'm sorry, not Alliance, the Bullets and the Monstars. Yeah. You know, uh, the Monstars playing them pretty tough last time, only losing yeah. by two. It kind of makes you wonder, like, how's that matchup going to look now when they play uh, yeah. when they play Alliance? Yeah, I've been thinking about it. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, uh, I know you've been thinking. About it. <laughs> I told them. You can't wait. I told them. I told them. I said, man, listen, it ain't gonna go how y'all think it's gonna yeah. go. <laughs> and like I said, and be honest with you, it's been reversed. The Alliance been smacking around everybody else, mm-hmm. you know. So. I think you guys are kind of chomping at the bit to get a piece of the alliance. Like mm-hmm. I think the alliance is chomping at the bit to get a piece of uh, Lake Houston tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll we'll see, man. I, I I will say this: depending on what happens tomorrow, it'll be very very interesting going into next week. That's true. Uh, That's true because that could really really tell the tale. Yeah. Oof. Absolutely. Imagine them getting smacked around by uh by Lake Houston Live again yeah. and then going there and getting smacked around by us. Yeah. They that'll be ooh. Yeah. And then you you go into now we're talking about you got one week left and then you're going to the playoffs right before Christmas. A lot of guys mm-hmm. <laughs> we had their feelings hurt right before Christmas mm-hmm. looking at these standings coming up. So it's gonna be very interesting interesting over the last couple of weeks. Going to uh, finish it off the season. We'll see. We'll see. All right, so we will – we agree on most of the parts, but, yeah. Okay, that's interesting. All right, let's move on to our next segment. All right, uh, so our next segment, we have Mr. Teron Bailey in the building. Uh, Alliance is 3-2. and two. Now, you guys, you only have two losses on the season. We know by who. And guess who we are playing? Guess who y'all are playing this week? Y'all are playing that very team. How are you guys uh, feeling right now uh, with your three wins and your two losses, knowing that this is the team that y'all are facing, this is the team that y'all want to face? How are y'all feeling right now? Uh, feeling confident, man. Been, been hooping over the break. Been Thanksgiving. I know God's full of turkey and pie yeah. and bean pies and everything else. Yeah. We've been getting our shots up, trying to stay in shape. And we're going to be ready for them. I know they got a number for the last couple games. Pretty bad, but... Uh, we're going to have something for them. It's going to come in focus. Now, y'all are coming off an impressive win. Uh, you said you weren't surprised by the win. Uh, y'all have actually dominated uh, the Bullets uh, pretty handily. First two games, actually. Uh, first game, y'all won 98-80. to 80. Second game, 88-78. to 78. And the game was close towards the end, but y'all were dominating them again. Yeah. Now, it looks like it's a tale of two tales. Bullets, y'all got their number. Lake Houston Live, they have y'all's number. And then everybody else kind of gets in where they fit in. The Monstars mean, uh, I don't know how y'all going to fare against us with me on the team. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. But anyway, um, so you guys, I know y'all have to be up for this game because looking at y'all's schedule, y'all won't see them again until potentially the playoffs. Possibly, if, if everything stays the same, it will be a championship preview. So if you guys win this game and you win it handily, um, that's got to give you guys all the confidence in the world seeing them again later on down the line. Oh, for sure. It's a big confidence boost if we can beat them here. Uh, but after this game, of course, we can't lose focus because I saw um, another team give them some problems with Squeak, and he's no joke going to come with an answer for him, mm-hmm. for sure. And then Dante still 
Still a problem. Still a problem. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I got to stay focused for that. got to be ready so I can't look ahead too much. Just got to keep it one game at a time. Well, you guys won't be looking ahead because they're coming for you tomorrow. Oh, for sure. So, you know, looking ahead will be looking at us, looking at Dante. Uh, You guys have a big, big challenge at hand. I'm predicting that y'all will lose the game again. I'm predicting that y'all will lose by nine points. Uh, Sean is thinking that y'all are actually going to win the game. He's picking y'all to win. So we're split on that. I have my reasons for believing why y'all will lose. I mean, y'all have disappointed me twice. I'm not going to take any more L's on my picks. I'm under 500 as it is. So I have to go by what the percentages are saying, what the basketball guys are telling me. Um, Do you think it's fair uh, for for teams to doubt y'all when it comes to playing them? I mean, hard to beat a team three times in one season. Yeah. Yet, yet alone, make it to a championship game and having to beat them again. So if they were to beat us four times out of four tries, like, that's, 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 that's tough. tough. That's tough. Yeah. That's real tough. So, I mean, I think we got something for them. We got some matchups that we got to gotta work, make sure we play some defense. Yeah. Don't turn the ball over, get good shots. People got to play their roles. What roles? Need to be defined. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, roles need to, definitely need to be defined. We need, we, need to, we need to clear some stuff up with that, but uh, I think we'll be okay as long as we don't play selfish ball. We'll be all right. Okay, so T. Bailey, you had a great game last game. Uh, 21 points, five rebounds, five assists, I think three steals, yeah. two blocks, two big blocks, two statement blocks uh, on Dante. Um, your stock for a defensive MVP has definitely went up. Um, I came in late, so I'm not in the running. Um, and we got our guy, Brian, uh, your teammate, yeah. uh, who's also been a juggernaut. Uh, not even just with steals, because we know he leads the league in steals. I'm talking about with rebounding. Yeah. So, are you okay with uh, either one of y'all winning? I know it's a silly question. Are you okay with either one of y'all winning? Or do you pride yourself and you feel like you you should be the guy after your last couple of games? Uh. It- he wins it, that's good. If if I win it, that's good. Uh, um, I focus on making sure I guard the best player, keep him down as mm-hmm. much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as Brian, Brian's a great, great, great defender. Yes, gets finishes a lot of possessions with boards, which we need because we, yeah. man, we we give up a lot of second chance points. Uh, we really need to be better on team defense, mm-hmm. defending as a team, helping rotations. So that, that's something we can get better at, me and Ryan. Uh, but Ryan's definitely a big help. Grabbing 16, 17 boards yeah. some games. Like. I agree, man. Look, like I said, I ain't got nothing against y'all. But Lake Houston, I mean, I don't, I don't know what it is with, with them. Y'all, the way y'all, the matchups are horrible. Like, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's it's not translating at all. It's tough matchups. I think, um, I think mainly y'all's problem is, uh, is transition defense. Uh, when you guys settle – and uh, you take some, some ill-advised shots. I mean, it happens. It happens in the flow of the game. Uh, people take ill-advised shots. It's just a part of the game. But it's just the effort getting back on defense because they like to run. They like to get it going in transition. Anthony spraying threes. We sag off. Um, you sag off. Uh, what's my guy? Uh, when I matched up with. Well, not what I matched up with. Uh, Peterson. Oh, Eddie. Yeah, when, you match, when you match up with – when you sag off of Eddie, he going to spray you. Eddie's been red hot lately from deep. Um, transition, man. I, that's that's what I'm seeing from the from the scores table. That's what I'm seeing. Transition effort, just getting back, not not settling, not pouting when uh, you know you're not getting calls. Just staying in the fight, man. If they see that you guys are you know defeated, 
Uh, they pounce on that, and they're like sharks. Oh, yeah. So, so as soon as they smell blood in the water, they're, they're ready. Now, that's, yeah. that's when you get two threes from him. Yep. Eddie plays with high energy yes. the whole game, drops yep. to the basket hard, lay off him, he'll shoot. We just got to keep guys in front. Transition defense that's is important. a big thing. Keeping guys in front is a little tougher because, like you said, the matchups are nightmares for us. That's yep. one reason I think we do good against Dante. The matchups are better against this team. We got to dig a little deeper. got to stay in the stands. We got to keep guys in front. Yeah. Can't get caught up with the rest. If we talk to them, they're getting the bucket the other way. Yeah, and and, and you don't want to get caught up with the rest because I mean they have to make the calls. Oh, well, <laughs> I mean, it's just not smart. Just got pat them on the butt. Some good yeah. call. Just go talk to them. Like, right? hey man, you know I saw this. What did you see? Just just hear their point of view. I'm like, okay, and what do I need to do? You know, just talk to them. Howard, I'm talking to you, man. I'm saying, like, I mean, God, I'm, I'm talking to you, Howard. I just want to let you know, man. Just oh. chill out on the refs. Y'all might actually have a chance. Yeah. So. T.I., I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Uh, hopefully we'll see another one of you guys. Hopefully you guys can get a win. Somebody got to take down Lake Houston. I mean, we almost yeah. did. But uh, I'm rooting for y'all. But, I mean, at the same time, it's a business decision with my picks. So <laughs> hopefully you don't take it Hope you don't take it any kind of way. Oh, I already have, man. I already have. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate it. All right, man. All right, man. Appreciate it, man. Alrighty, time for my favorite segment in the news. Uh, let's jump right into this. Yeah. We're going to start with Duke losing already. Now, Howard, me and Sean talked to you in the gym after we first talked about Duke uh, possibly running the table. I said no. I said they wouldn't. Uh, they're a really good team. They look scary. But I also said that maybe Kentucky's not that good. And it's starting to look like I'm right because Duke goes down early. They only started off one, two, three, four, five, and zero oh before they lost their first right. game to Gonzaga, and Gonzaga, I mean Gonzaga handled them. Yeah, they handled them, and all they did was play zone. Yeah, so that's all you got. That's the blueprint. Yeah, uh, I mean they have Duke has slashers and attackers uh, everywhere. The only guy who's a, a pretty good three point shooter is Cam Reddish, mm-hmm. and he didn't get off that game. Mm-mm. So when he's not knocking down shots and keeping defense on this, then, I mean, it kind of, you know, blocks things up for uh, Big Fella and, and you know, R.J. Barrett mm-hmm. and some of those other guys, Zion. You know, it, it, it makes it very difficult for them because, you know, they're trying to get to the basket. They're trying to yeah. get to the basket. Yeah, that's all they really want to do. Yeah, and, and like I said, when, uh, if Reddish isn't knocking down shots, it definitely doesn't keep the defense honest. And not to mention, uh, Gonzaga has the big fella. I can't say his name very well. Uh, the Filipino and... Uh, oh, yeah, I like that guy. guy. Yeah. I like that he, guy. He he gets after it. Uh, you know, he, he took that matchup with Zion and that matchup Hachimura. with... Hachimura. Hachimura. Yeah, yeah, that's how you say it. Yeah. I saw him last year. He was playing yeah. good last year. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, I think he's the one that was playing defense on Barrett when mm-hmm. Barrett took a terrible shot. At the oh my God! I was, I was just about to talk about that. He forced that yeah. so hard. And you know, but against young guys, uh, yeah. I think what people everybody forget when they came out and smacked Kentucky like that was that not only uh, was is Duke young, but Kentucky's very young too. Two very young teams, and they're still learning how to play. Uh, college basketball, understanding the pace, understanding adjustments that mm-hmm. teams and players uh, acquire for when they uh, play these guys. So it, it's you know it's a still learning uh, process for them, and I think we kind of jumped the gun saying they could run the table. It's, you know, like I say, as freshmen, it's, it's just not going to happen. No. Uh, like I say, it, it, but with that being said, 
this could also make them very dangerous that they're taking these bumps now and they're figuring it out and they're still able to win the majority of these games as they're taking these bumps. Uh, so this makes them very dangerous come March. RJ Barrett, 9 for 25 in that game. Yeah. Um, Forcing a lot of shots. That was that was terrible, uh, but I, you know what? I actually kind of saw this coming uh, because of the game against Auburn. They won by six against Auburn, and Auburn was just running the floor, knocking like down threes. threes. Yeah, they really just the threes just kept them in the game. They had one guy, uh, Jared Harper, six for ten for three, yeah. and then Bryce Brown four for thirteen. Four for thirteen is not good in college, but when you're hitting timely threes, like yeah. when they were hitting them, yeah. when they were trying to get back in the game, it really made it hard for Duke. And Duke started to look like a non-shooting team outside of Cam Reddish. They are, um, I mean, they are what they are uh, at this point. I think um, Zion could knock him out. He's wide open. Yeah, you know, uh, but Cam Reddish is the only guy who looks like a consistent shooter. Like I say, in that particular game. He was not knocking him down. RJ Barrett can't like, shoot no more. I'm done with him as yeah, far as he, the shooting goes. <laughs> he's uh, I mean, he's aggressive. Yeah. Probably to a fault. Yeah. Uh, like I said, in that last situation, I'm happy that he wanted the ball. And he wanted the last shot, but again, his decision making wasn't very good there oh. either. No, that was a, he probably uh, Hachimura did a good job of cutting him off, and he went kind of went straight up and didn't give him the foul. He was trying to draw a foul there more so than I think he was trying to make the bucket. But again, not to sound too much like a coach, you probably should have jump stop and kick that out. Yeah, you know, draw him in. Draw him in, kick that out. But uh, again, learning experience for them. Those guys will be dangerous though come March. Yeah, I mean, but, I wouldn't panic. Yeah. Yeah, but again, they're young, and against a veteran team that has a lot of juniors and seniors on it. I mean, hey, they're very successful getting beat, like we like we've seen so far. Yeah, let, let's let's read the next uh, six games that they have coming up. <laughs> uh, Seston, I don't know who the heck that is. Seston University, they should win by 50. Uh, Hartford, not Harvard. Yeah. Um, Yale. Yeah. Princeton. I think actually Yale and Princeton will be tough. These Ivy League teams are very, very well coached, coached, very disciplined. So I think that game, they'll probably win by 10. Yeah. It's it's not going to be a blowout. They'll slow the pace down again, too. Yeah. At least they'll try to. Texas Tech. Yeah. Texas Tech has been known to be a well coached team. Um, they usually have really fast starts. Uh, I mean, the non-conference games, they mean nothing to me. But uh, I, I think that game, they should probably win by about 15. And then you got uh, versus Clemson, who looks good. Yeah. They look really good. And then you have uh, at Wake Forest, yeah. which I think might be another loss for them. I think that's a trap game for them. I think at Wake Forest, I think they might take that L right there. And then at Florida State could be another one. That's the one I think may get them, is the at Florida State. I mean, I, I'm going to say this. Coach K knew what he was doing. He put him in a very difficult tournament at the very beginning of the year mm-hmm. in the Maui. Made him go play at the Maui uh, International, I mean, Invitational. Mm-hmm. Away from home, mm-hmm. from their parents and everybody else uh, during Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Tough, tough, tough tournament. Gives them a week off, and then they play four or five cupcakes in a row. <laughs> and then you start the ACC tournament. I mean, ACC uh, conference games. So he knew what he was doing when he made this schedule. He knew he was going to put them at – Put them in a situation, get their head knocked off against Kentucky to start off. Doesn't work out like that. They go in there and take care of business. Mm-hmm. Then puts them in Maui soon after. Another tough tournament with some of the top teams in the country there. Mm-hmm. And they make it to the final. They did a heck of a job, made it to the final, mm-hmm. but took a loss for the first time. And so trying to build, con- just in case they did lose, mm-hmm. build some confidence back up, put four or five cupcakes right after the probably the toughest part of the uh, schedule. And then you start your conference tournament. And, but the conference tournament starts off, bro. Like I said, they play Clemson and uh, at 
uh, Florida State uh, two of the first three games. So mm. it's not going to be easy. But, again, coming off these four, quote, unquote, cupcake games, it may not be as easy as you think. I think Princeton and Yale going to play them tough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, you go into uh, the, the conference schedule with a little confidence, I would think. I would think. You uh, think. After those games. So we'll see. We'll see. But there's no denying they're talented. Can they run the table and can they win the national championship, though? With eight? College basketball usually doesn't work like that where a group of freshmen win championship. Yeah. Fab Five didn't do it. They tried. They tried. You know, uh, Kentucky a couple of years ago when they had all those young guys made the Final Four, didn't do it. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't usually happen. When you have uh, Memphis, well, they had Derrick Rose as a freshman, but. Uh, the majority of their team wasn't freshman. The majority of their team wasn't freshman. But yeah. What's they, that one dude's name? His running mate? Uh, was it Douglas Roberts? Douglas Roberts. Chris Douglas Roberts. CDR. Yeah, CDR. Yeah, I'm like, I liked him. Yeah. But yeah, those guys, they, uh, again, it's, it's just hard, man. That was, uh, Kind of like the NFL playoffs, you know, when you're one and done yeah. and somebody can just catch you on a bad day, you never know. The NBA champion is usually the person, the team that's supposed to be the NBA champion because yeah. you play a seven-game series. The best team usually wins in a seven-game series. Mm-hmm. It's not too often where the best team doesn't win. But in a one-game playoff, you just never know. Never you catch know. me on a cold night where I can't make a shot and you're making everything, you know, it is what it is. That's all she wrote. Yeah. I, you know what? I bet you CDR is still playing too overseas somewhere. Overseas, okay. I just know I I just have a feeling he's still playing. Yeah, I think he, he played about three or four years in the NBA. Yeah, a, a little short stint, maybe mm. I want to say maybe three years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and kind of moved around the league a little bit, but I'm sure, especially with the type of game he had, I can see him definitely still playing somewhere overseas. If someone, uh, if 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 y'all are listening to the podcast, someone on the Facebook page. Please find out where he's playing for. I just, I'm just curious. <laughs> All right, uh, the Houston Texans are eight, uh, eight and three now. They've won eight in a row. Uh, the last time they lost was against the New York Giants, a terrible loss. Yep. Uh, the game against the uh, the Titans, a terrible loss. Yep. Deshaun Watson had a brain freeze, and then the New England Patriots, another terrible loss because they had the game uh, seemingly, but. Uh, you know, the first, now when I think back, the first three games that they played, you know, they were all within a touchdown. Right. Um, I thought the game against uh, the Giants and the Patriots, it was kind of stat padding at the end, and it kind of made it look, yeah. you know, look good. But, you know, onside kick is a long shot. We know it's probably not going to happen. But um, I don't know. I would say this. The Texans look good right now. They really, really do. And if you look at the rest of their schedule – we got the Cleveland Browns coming up. We're coming off uh, an impressive win uh, against Cincinnati. Cincinnati might be done. Uh, yeah. And so might be um, uh, Marvin Lewis. He should be gone after this year. Yeah. Uh, the, the Indianapolis Colts, who are streaking right now. Yeah. Andrew Luck looks like Andrew Luck of old. Yeah. Uh, I'm scared of that game. I'm not going to lie yeah. to you because it's in Indianapolis. Oh, no, no, it's here. It's, it's in Houston. Okay, okay, it's here, so we're good. Uh, oh, heck, we should win that game then. Uh, I'm not scared anymore. Never mind. I don't know why I thought that was in, in Houston. Um, at the New York Jets, that should be a laugher. We should blow them out. At the Eagles, I think that's a trap game. Yeah. Uh, I think we win. And I think the Eagles might be done after that because they're fighting for their playoff lives. And then versus Jacksonville at home, that should be a laugher. Jacksonville will not even have – probably they probably sit everybody out for that one. And we probably should too. Yeah. But I think we still win. Yeah. Uh, Alfred Blue, we tried uh, Brandon Whedon out there. Uh, QT should be the, the you know the leading guy. Yeah, it all depends on the season. If they're yeah. playing for something at that point, 
play you guys, but if you're not playing for anything yeah. in a game, yeah. I, I mean, we should be playing for the number one, number two seed at that point. Yeah. If we're going for 13 and three, um, I think that's the case. But Houston, uh, I was impressed against the Titans. I really was. Um, I thought everyone played solid. Lamar Miller was out of his mind, yeah. breaking for a 97 yard yeah. touchdown. And I knew. I knew he was going. I knew he was gone on that one. He don't look as fast as how he looked in Miami. Yeah. But he still has breakaway speed. I mean, he ran a four three at the yeah. combine. Yeah. Yeah. He, he looked. That was the speed I was expecting when we first signed. Exactly. Him from Miami. Exactly. And we haven't quite seen. And sometimes I think we just use him because I don't think we use him out of the backfield as a receiver enough. Uh, that's what he's really good at. Yeah, that's what he's really good at, especially at Miami. Mm. Uh, in Miami, mm-hmm. but. They're in a position now where they could possibly go 13-3, mm-hmm. which would be unheard of to win 13 straight games, especially after going on three. Uh, but the Saints I, did it one time. Yeah. And, and, the, and, and the Panthers. I think the Patriots did it as well. After going on three? No, no, no. I'm oh, saying just yeah, 13, 13 in a row. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. 13. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, somebody won 16 and won 16. Oh, yeah, that's that's ancient yeah, time. Yeah. That's when the face mask didn't even look the same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, actually, the Patriots did, too. That's what I'm saying. The Patriots did, yeah. yeah. Patriots did, Saints and then did. And they lost in the Super Bowl to the Giants. Yeah. Uh, and the Saints won the Super Bowl the year. They went 13 and 3. Yeah. Oh, well, they won when they won 13 in a row. Yeah. Because they went 14 2 that year, I think. Yeah. Uh, but uh, with that being said, if they go 13 and 3, They'll get a one of those top two spots and have home field advantage. Because mm-hmm. uh, the Pats play the Steelers soon, so somebody has to lose that game. Well, Pats, the Pats will probably lose. You know, so somebody has to lose that game. So those are one of the teams that's ahead of us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a couple other games where teams come be meeting uh, head-to-head and somebody has to lose. Mm-hmm. So I would say the worst they'll go for the season is 10-6. Don't say that. The worst they'll go. For, Please so don't. I don't want to. I can't do another ten and six. So ten and six to get you in the playoffs, though, probably. I hate that record. Ten and six. <laughs> I just it's something about those numbers together because it, it sounds so like a, a a good mediocre team, a team that's yeah. good enough to get to the playoffs, but not it's not going to make any noise. That's oh. what it sounds like. Oh. That's at worst, but at best they could obviously go thirteen and three. I'm gonna say they go. I, I feel like they'll go eleven and five for the season. But Don't say that. I'm gonna say twelve and four. Thank you. I'll, I'll take that. I'll take uh, that. With them, probably. I'm gonna. They might drop that last one against the Jags. They might not care. Yeah. I don't I think they're gonna uh, lose the next four. Any of them. I mean, the Indy game scares me, and the Philadelphia game in Philadelphia scares me. Uh, okay, I forgot about Philly. Uh, not, not even that Philly's playing that well, but they are the defending champs. They and, play well at home, but and they're gonna be at home. The last time I think we played the Eagles at home, we got smashed, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Yeah, I think and they had like that day they had Mark Sanchez as the quarterback. Yeah, so yeah. Really cool. I ooh, I think we got killed that yeah. game. I think it was Andre Johnson last season here. Yeah. Uh but yeah, I mean we, we definitely I don't see us going any worse than eleven and five. I wanna say we'll be twelve and four. Mm-hmm. Thirteen and three sounds good. But thirteen and three is what I would want them to be because I feel like that means we're going to get a first round bye because we're going to be the one or two seed. I don't know. And if we're not losing that first playoff game, so that's AFC championship. Yeah, and that means we'll end up. So we'll probably play after we get a bye. I'm assuming we'll play either the Steelers or the Patriots. That's not a you know. And we'll I think we, play. I think we could beat New England at Houston. I think we could probably we beat them at. It's just they they have some kind of hex on Bill O'Brien for whatever reason. In New England, but it may be the year to break the. the Why do we the, always play them in New England? 
Because, again, we played them in New England with a 12 and 4 record one year. Why we always played them in New England? I don't understand that. Yeah. Even in the regular season, I'm like, oh, why we always got to play them in New England? Why? Because, yeah, we played them last year in New England. We played them this year. Yes. It's always in New England. That's yeah, true. I'm tired of that. Can we play them in Houston? Last time I think that we played them in Houston, we won. I think we went 9 and 7 that year. It was oh, a while back. Yeah, Aaron Foster was breaking out. That's yeah. the first knew Aaron Foster was. Hey, check this out. Okay, Kansas City Chiefs. They're the they're one of the potential top seeds. Right. First in the AFC. Their remaining record at Raiders, that's a dub. Yeah. It should win by fifty. Yeah. Uh versus the Ravens, who are playing well. Yeah. Yeah. Lamar Jackson looks good. I think that defense gives Kansas City some problems. Will they win? Probably not, but still. Versus the Chargers. LA Chargers, I think LA can take them out. Yeah. And then at Seattle. That ain't that ain't gonna be easy either. That's rough. That's rough. So they could possibly drop two more, and they could fall to twelve and four because they're gonna beat the Raiders again. Yeah. By fifty. Yeah. (laughs) They're the thing about them. So it's kind of been kind of hard to kind of measure them because they've been playing with a lead so much that their defense isn't good. But how good is their defense when they don't have to stop anybody? When you're already up twenty-one zero, like your defense tends to not be as aggressive and not do some of the things that. Uh, I would say a team when the game is close. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just tell them you, it, is, it is what it is. Even me, you know, you just don't play with the same level of urgency when you have a lead. And so I don't think their defense is very good, but if we play them in a close game, will the defense be able to get stops? Yeah. That, that's the kind of – that's why I want to see them in a close game. We saw them in a close game against uh, – the Rams a couple of weeks yeah, ago, but that was interesting. <laughs> but with that being said, both teams score over fifty, so it was like a college football, it was a Big Twelve game or something. Yeah, you know. Speaking of Big Twelve, you see that what was it West Virginia? And, oh my uh, god! Yeah, Oklahoma. They defense. First of all, nobody from Oklahoma's defense should get drafted to the NFL. <laughs> Let's just put that out there. They're, nobody, okay? Nobody. Yeah. You're not. You're not giving up fifty, almost sixty points and getting drafted. I don't care how much potential they have because they like to draft players on potential. Yeah. First of all, uh, okay, I know this is about, supposed to be about the Texans, but the Chiefs, oh, my goodness. Patrick Mahomes is on pace for 5,000 yards passing, yeah. 50 touchdowns, yeah. and he'll probably have 10 interceptions because he takes risks. Yeah. 50 touchdowns and 5,000 yards passing? Yeah. And he's going to get it because he's got 37 right now, and he played the Raiders two more times. Yeah. He so he's going to get about eight out of them at least, minimum of eight. So that's 45 right there, and then you got three other games. Chargers, Seahawks, I mean, Ravens. They, they, he's on pace to possibly take a shot at the record set by Peyton Manning in 2013. 50-something, right? It was 53? 55. Oh, he's going to break that. You know, so. I he's going to break that because the Raiders. Yeah. I mean, the, <laughs> the Raiders going to give it to him. Yeah. And, and, so, the Ch- and the Chargers defense ain't been playing good either. Yeah. So, I mean, he's playing against some inept defenses coming up. So, he does have a shot unless he gets hurt, which I hope he doesn't because I think he's been playing amazing. He's the MVP. Yeah. He's MVP it's for him, sure. It's him and Breeze. Breeze's number's not even close to his, though. They're not, but they're, they're winning. Well, I mean, they're winning, too. She's winning. Too. So, yeah, <laughs> you got to give it to him. Yeah. You ain't got no choice. Yeah. They so, better not. I don't, care, I don't care about this feel-good story with Drew Breeze. I don't care if I offend any Saints yeah. fans. Listen, and, and no. Like, it's, it's, that's his MVP to lose. And Breeze has never won one. So you Too know bad. they want to give one. Too bad. They want to give him one. Too bad. So sad. 37 and 37 touchdowns. But if the Chiefs go 14 and 2 and he 5,050 50 he's going to get 50 plus. 
Yeah, it's gonna be hard not to give him the MVP. And Tyreek Hill's gonna have about fifteen hundred yards receiving. Yeah. And Kareem Hunt, I mean, he only got eight hundred now. I give him, I give him fourteen. Yeah. I give him about fourteen hundred and about twelve touchdowns. Man, these these numbers are ridiculous. These are bad numbers. Yeah, it's a. I mean, but the NFL wants more scoring. They've changed a lot of rules. That's going to affect scoring outcomes. So we're getting it. And on a lighter note, uh. Eric Berry's coming back. If that if that scares yeah. anybody, because yeah, he is. he locked up uh, Gronkowski the last time I seen him yeah. play. Yeah. So, good luck. Uh, okay, our last one. We're gonna go back to Ultimate Hoops. Yes. Yes. Um, so we're here for. We're gonna go back to Ultimate Hoops. Ultimate Hoops making in the news now. Normally, in the news is reserved for uh, NBA, NFL, some professional uh, forum, but uh, Ultimate Hoops. It's in the news. Not in the Houston area. Not even in the Texas. Not San Antonio. Not Dallas. Nowhere in Texas region. We're going to go out west. Um, oh, boy. So, Temple, I have to call y'all out in the Phoenix region. So, I just so happened to look up. Uh, I, was on, I was on Twitter. And a guy, I can't think of his name. I just know he had a quadruple double. He had 50 points. Like, 17 rebounds. I don't remember how many. Like, 15 assists and, like, 10 steals. And he's 6-2. I don't know how he got 17 rebounds at 6-2. That's number one. Uh, the 50 points, I mean, hey, I've seen guys that don't look like they can play that score 50 points in ultimate hoops. So, that didn't shock me. Um, I was just curious. I, so, I was just like, man. Uh, you know, I, first thing I looked at, okay, who's in this league? I looked at the league. Um, the league is in Arizona, respected league. They've had some great guys come yeah. through Arizona league. So I'm definitely not here to disrespect uh, Arizona or the Phoenix region in any way. Um, but I just started looking at other box scores because I was like, man, those are some gaudy stats. Like, my goodness. So I looked at this game. I, well, I looked at another game. It said 135 uh, to 100 <laughs> West Side Connection versus FNDF. I don't know what that stands for. Don't really care. Um, and I, I just started looking. I was just like, man, these stats are ridiculous. Like, a dude had 48, um, 48 points. Rob uh, Armenta, 48 <laughs> points, 10 rebounds, 10 assists. I said, okay. And then I look at the top. Another guy, uh, 53 points, 10 re- – oh, this is the guy, Jordan Sisk. That's yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, Jordan Sisk. Okay, 53 points, 10 rebounds. 12 assists, 10 steals. That's the guy that had the quadruple double. And he shot 17 for 21 from the three-point line. Now, I don't know if they're playing NBA or college three. Um, I'm, I'm not here to debate that. 17 for 21, that's crazy. And then I, I see another guy, 27 points, 13 rebounds, 11 assists. So you mean to tell me in this game, three guys <laughs> had a triple-double. I'm so, no, I'm sorry. Four guys. There's another guy, Jimmy Dominguez. 28 points, 16 rebounds, 10 assists. Four guys had a triple-double in one game. One guy had a quadruple-double in one game, hitting 17 threes. Yeah, only missing four. And only missing four. It wasn't like he was 17 for 30. That's not unbelievable. 17 yeah. for 21. So this dude just – let me hold on. Let me pull up Jordan Sis. I'm not going to stay on him long. I'm not going to stay on him long. No, no disrespect to Jordan Sis because I'm sure he can play. But let me get this straight. You go seven points, eight points, 20 points, 21 points. He's heating up. Uh, 16 points, 18 points, 20 points. 
Let me pull, let me pull up the shooting now. Three for six, four for 13, eight for 15, 12, six for 12, five for 11, uh, eight for 13, seven for 23. And then all of a sudden you wake <laughs> up and you just turn into clay freaking Thompson, wow. 17 for 21. And then his next game, he goes five for 19, 17 for 21. Listen, I'm not going to debate whether he did that yeah, because I'm sure he did. But I, I needed to be there for that. 17 threes. Are we sure? Because I'm looking at this. Only five guys played. Are we sure that he hit all 17 of those threes? Did, did we forget to spread the wealth? Are we just, what, what is going on? Did, he, did somebody lose a bet? Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? 17 for 21? That he, somebody, he paid somebody off or something. Like, that just, I, look, no. No disrespect, because I love Ultimate Hoops. Yes. I, I love everything about it. I love the opportunity that it presents to guys who are no longer uh, playing on a certain level uh, and gives them opportunity, for, and for guys who are still currently playing mm. on that level. Uh, but with that being said, even guys playing on a very high level, any level of basketball is very difficult to go 17 for 21 from three. Now I go 17 for 21 from three. That'd be the only shot you shoot because basically he had 53 points off those 17 three-pointers. I'm going to do the math for you guys because I know everybody's not a mathematician. <laughs> 17 threes is 51 points, which means he scored 51 out of 53 points off threes, which means there's other two points he had to come off a layup or two free throws. Mm-hmm. So he shot nothing but three-pointers. He didn't After, shoot any free throws. He didn't shoot any free throw. So I'm assuming it came off a layup, or maybe it was another three he shot where his toe was on the line. Yeah, I'm that's what I'm assuming. <laughs> that's what I'm going with. So, and this is after a week after he went seven for 23. So, with that being said, you're right. How did he put, turn into Clay Thompson all of a sudden? Or did he have an out-of-body experience, and it really was Clay Thompson who played that night, and Thunder. Jordan Sis didn't play. And Clay is never going 17 for 21. <laughs> no, he hasn't. He hasn't. So, this, so let me get this straight. Thunderstruck, that's based on a true story. Is that what y'all are telling me? <laughs> is, that, is that what's going on here? Because if that's what's going on, then, I, okay, I'll concede. And no disrespect to the gentleman, because I'm sure he can play. No, yeah, I, I'm positive he can play with 17 for 21. Come on, man. Okay, look, that, I don't even care about that. That's not what I'm – because that opened, that's what opened my eyes to look at these other box scores. Yeah. Okay, this, this segment is called Statgate, as in Spygate, Deflategate. Yes, now we're here in Ultimate Hoops. <laughs> we're not looking at the New England Patriots no more. We're in Ultimate Hoops in Temple. Statgate. Yeah. Okay, so this next game. This is where I was like, okay, the statistician is either horrible yeah. or y'all over there PPRing. Yeah. Like hard. Yeah. Okay. Slice and dice versus divine intervention. 64 to 60, right? Right. Low scoring game. Okay. You know, it could happen. I'm looking at the game totals, right? 27 out of 66, 41%. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. If it's 64 to 60, that sounds about right. 5 for 21 for 3. This is slice and dice that I'm reading off. 5 for 21 from 3. Okay. 5 for 7 from the free throw line. Okay. 38 rebounds. Yeah, they better have 38 rebounds if it's only 64 to 60, right? Now, let me go down to the other team before I get to my real point. (laughs) Now, let's look at the other team. 23 for 64, 36%. That sounds right. 5 for 27, 19% from 3. That also sounds about right. 
Nine for 14, 64%. That sounds about right. 49 rebounds. Like I said, that's a lot of misses. That sounds about right. Now, the next stat is where I'm like, hold up, wait a yeah, minute. Man. Yeah. 26 assists. <laughs> How? How do you get 26 assists on 64 points? How do you do that? And then they made five free throws. Listen. And he made five threes. 26 assists on 27 made field goals. So one play, there was not an assist counted for. So the one time that they didn't, first of all, look, y'all had 12 offensive rebounds. I know out of them 12, somebody went back up at least three or four times. They didn't kick it out. They didn't kick it out. There's no way. And Grant, we're we're not there. And it's not a recorded game, so we can't completely (laughs) say that our opinion is valid. But with that being said, let's just do some math here. Mm-hmm. So you got 26 assists, right? Mm-hmm. Senate made five threes. Five threes is 15 points, mm-hmm. which means that I'm going to say all five of those threes got assisted on. Okay. We'll go with that. So there's still 21 other shots that went up. So those are that goes to 42 points. Mm-hmm. 21 times 2 is 42. Mm-hmm. Plus those 50, uh, 15, uh, 15 points for those five threes you made. Mm-hmm. Let's say all those were assisted on. Okay, let's say that. Uh, even though they, they, they weren't. We know they weren't. We, we know they weren't, right? That is 67 points. So it's mathematically impossible for that to be correct. And we even know that because they also have five free throws that they made. We're not even talking about the free throws. So we're not even talking about the free throws. So it's actually 72 points. It's not possible. It's not so possible. I know, I know Temple. I know y'all over there just giving out assists. So who is the one that's coming to the table saying, hey, man, you know, give me about, get your boy about five, six assists. <laughs> who is it? It's somebody. There's no way. That everybody got an assist. Everybody got an assist. Yeah. On 64 points, everybody got an assist. And not just one. More than one. Nine, four, 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 three, two. You just try to make sure everybody gets an assist. But why? Yeah. What? Okay. The other team. 22 assists on 60 points. No. Yeah. So both teams did the same thing. And how many threes they hit? They hit five threes. They hit nine free throws, though. Nah. That's not possible. It's not possible, fellas. It's not possible. They hit nine free throws. That's even worse. Yeah. We shouldn't care this much, but we do because we keep real stats. We keep real stats, man. And champions. Come on, so, man. So we keep it 100 over here. There's none of that, that messing around stuff. Over you know what? The- I'm, sc- I'm scared to look at these records. <laughs> I, listen, if they get 26 assists on 64 points, yeah. you know what? I got time. I got time today. <laughs> I'm going to pull this up right now. 93 points. I'm not going to doubt any of the points. 18 assists. Yeah. Okay, no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Not player records. I'm not going to doubt any of the player records. It's the team records I'm looking at. Yeah, here we go. 46 assists. Yeah. 46 assists, and they had 115 points. So, again, y'all doing the same thing, assisting on every single play. And you know what? There was a game in, uh, in Sugar Land where we had, I think, close to 40 assists. Right. But it was like 147, 150 something. And it was and I saw it. It was a lot of assists. Yeah. It was a whole lot of assists. Now me myself, I'm actually the assist record holder over at uh at Lake Houston. And let me tell you, the rest of the team wasn't getting no assists. <laughs> I was the only one. I was getting like I had like twenty something. Yeah. So I know 
I know what real ball movement yeah. looks like. Yeah, Mackey had 22 assists. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I've seen it. Yeah. I've seen what it looks like when a player – there was another guy uh, in, in, in Sugarland who had 20-plus. Yeah. I can't remember his name. He was a good player too. Yeah. He had 20-plus assists. Y'all not getting 46 assists on uh, on 115 points. I'm sorry, it's not enough points. Yeah. It has to be like 150 for you yeah. to get 46 yeah. assists. Then he hit 18 threes. Mm-hmm. How many offensive rebounds they have? 21. 21 offensive rebounds. Nobody took that right back. Nobody up. went up. Yeah. Nobody went up, right? Keep that back out. Come on, man. And how you get 57 team rebounds and y'all had 115 points? Come on, man. How you get 21 offensive rebounds and y'all had 115 points? How you get that many? Come on, man. Yeah. This, at 21? Okay, 21 teams still. Okay, you know what? That's possible. That's a lot of turnovers, though. My God. Well, they must have been playing like this then, man. Yeah. I, it's seven seconds or less. Yeah, 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 yeah. Look, 172 points in a game. Yeah, 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 seven yeah, 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 yeah. See, now, okay, so let me get this straight. <laughs> See, this, this is crazy. So they had 172 points, right? Yeah. And guess how many assists they had for the game? 20. So how does a team that gets... 172 points, only get 20 assists, and a team that has 64 get 26. I'm done. I'm done. All right, listen. It's been it's been real, y'all. <laughs> I'm done, y'all. Okay. I appreciate y'all for uh, for tuning in. Absolutely. Tune in next week. Uh, episode 80. What are we on? 84. 84. Then we got episode 84. I'm Johnny Gill. I was out. We will see y'all tomorrow. We are out.